so I think I don't want you to be a liar okay all right so before okay listen, so we almost listen, got in an argument you're getting me mad <laughs> we no we're got, getting in an argument we, we, well we're getting into it now but before the podcast started we almost got into an argument but I stopped both of us because I thought we should press record for this and I and mm-hmm. I fear though that we've already discussed this on the podcast before but who if we have who cares so don't lie don't don't no 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 don't no. don't <laughs> sit i'm not there. lying hey 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 don't sit why there do and lie to me angry don't sit why there do you and make me angry hey mia don't sit there and lie to me and tell me that you only got into kylo ren because of your for you page on tiktok let's and not that say that is a fact that's a straight up fact it's first of all mia First of all, and you know this, this is proof. I can tell you this is proof because when I saw the movie with you, what, what was it? In December? Yes, of in December. 2019? Yes. 2018? Who knows? I don't care. This is the <laughs> truth. This is the facts. I never in my life thought that Kylo Ren or any Star Wars character was cute, nor in the real life of the actors because I did not follow them before. Period. Now, with my counter argument here. When I had COVID and I had all day long to do whatever I wanted, all I did was go on TikTok and for some reason, TikTok said, listen, I think this girl needs something to liven up her life. And they just threw in all these Kylo Ren edits and all of these different like, um, Mm. like edits of like the fan fiction. And for some reason, I was like, hey, you know, actually, he is kind of good looking. And this is a very interesting thing. And I'm going to actually start obsessing over this. And this is going to become my life now. Okay? So, hence, since I did that and watched all of those TikToks and read all of the fan fictions, now I am obsessed. But okay. I was not obsessed before. There you go. You may have not been obsessed, but to say that the attraction started with TikTok, I think is a lie. Because How? after we watched that movie, first of all, you walked out and you were like, wow, I like actually enjoyed that. And you already, already, you were into Kylo Ren and what's-her-face, Ray being together. You're like, I'm so glad they kissed. Ooh, I'm, ooh I like it. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You're, you're, you're so hyping that up not, a lot. So yes, I like the movie. Like okay. This started with TikTok. Yeah. This I have a lot to in say. December of 2019. That's but when everything changed. It, it wasn't like that was my that was like when I like started like looking up fan fiction and like was obsessed. Like no, it didn't start like that. There's no like maybe that was like the seed being planted because yes, I enjoyed the movie. It was actually the first Star Wars movie I ever enjoyed and I think it's because there was an actual like arc of romance to enemies to lovers, which is something I enjoy. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy freaking died <laughs> so yeah yeah i get to have my peace knowing that i can keep him alive in my head and read all these silly funny stories and watch tiktoks of him and like him why are you laughing i'm laughing because you call like hardcore bdsm like silly goofy like fan fiction <laughs> You know, when you're a supreme leader, you can't have soft, ooshy, gooshy feelings. You have Mm -hmm. to, like, beat up your girl and throw her around, toss her around, smack her around a little bit. 
And that's romantic. I think it's romantic. (laughs) You know what? Sometimes, sometimes a dark romance is what you need. Not in real life, Mm -hmm. but you can, you know, but you can read it in a book. I'll say this. I'll say this. And if you want to clip it, clip it. Oh, no. I would let Kylo Ren throw me around and stab me and choke me and hurt me. And I'd be happy. Well, um, you just put feminism back, I think, a decade. (laughs) Probably more than a decade. Maybe a century. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm making everyone have to go back to not being able to vote, but this is who I am. (laughs) And I'm sorry. (sighs) Well, you know what? At least you already did your public apology. Like right after. So I'm I am sorry. You know, for you guys to listen to this, it's it's detrimental and it's hurting the world. I know some (laughs) where out there this the person listening to this is like, I can't go home, I can't have a family, I can't have a good life Mm -hmm. and it's because of me. And I do apologize for that. But I do not apologize (laughs) for reading (laughs) these silly goofy stories to make myself happy. Okay? And that's it. That's all I have to say. Wow. Judge me all you want. Well, you know my obsession with reading Harry Potter fanfiction, so I can't really judge you. In that, I'm not a, I'm not going to argue. You know what? Yeah. You know what? what? I'm such a good friend. I'm not going to bring up the trash, <laughs> the, the horrific stories you have sent me. I honestly, I am such a good person for this. Well, I but mean, it is the, wrong. The Harry Potter people—they're the, worse. To me, so the ones that I have sent you, because I, I, I don't really send you like the actual story. I had to send you a right. picture of like the tags and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't read those. But when I oh, find oh. them, okay, sure. Yeah, because they gross me, me out. Yeah. But when I find them, <laughs> I have to share what I just saw because yeah. okay. to to have that experience and not experience it with someone else, I think is it hurts me. Do you know what I mean? It's detrimental to my mm. mental health. I can't. It's kind mm-hmm. of like how, like, going through, like, misery loves company. Right. You know what I mean? But I have I mean, gone on rants about about the thing, about the tags that I see because yeah. they're troublesome. But you know yeah. what? Uh, I guess someone has to. Actually, they're so troublesome. It. Those people are sending us back. Those are the people that are making us go back in time where we don't have rights or we get hit by our husbands and we have to cook and clean all day. Not me. Well, I mean, it's gay fan fiction, though, so it's like it's two men, you know? Okay, but if the guys are laying eggs or getting pregnant, <laughs> there's a problem. There's a problem. There is a problem. And if my okay, kid was well, this that, I would be sad. Okay, <laughs> this, this, this isn't the kink-shaming podcast. It's the, all right. it's the Pretty Little Liars podcast. No, if you're into that, you're into that. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just saying maybe look into therapy. I know it's expensive, but think about it. You know, keep it on the back burner. But, you know, it's it's a problem. That's a problem. You don't go tell your parents about that stuff. There's no way. You no. can't confront somebody and say, hey, mom, listen, look at this book I'm reading. Look at this guy. He's pregnant. He's laying eggs. It's craziness. It's craziness. Yeah. It's the apocalypse. Wow. This conversation is making me. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. Like, I'm feeling... <laughs> I'm nervous. I feel like the government's after me for reading this stuff. I'm not allowed to do this. I'm a bad person. Well, at least we get to entertain our FBI agent who's in charge of yeah. watching us and I, I all mean, that kind of stuff. I hope he's entertained. And if he doesn't like Kylo Ren, that's a shame. That's a bummer. Real real sad. Well, maybe they found another thing. him. <laughs> I'll send him over what you sent me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Maybe that'll help him. 
Wow. Yeah. But I do have to say, this episode, mm-hmm. I know I said this last episode, that the, that one was good. This is what I'm talking about. Twist and turns. Yes. Plot yes. twist. Mm-hmm. Confusion. Things unraveling. I like that. Yeah, when I was watching it, this is what I thought the show was going to be. Like, right. I was exactly this episode, episode 12, I think also really re- reiterates to us that that each season will follow this pattern. Probably that the first mm-hmm. half of the season is going to be boring and the second half right. is going to be all out chaos. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, you're right. This is mm-hmm. ac- actually absolute chaos. And so many characters are being brought back. Oh, yeah. That I thought <laughs> from we the would dead just, <laughs> from, from the actual dead. And I'm like, this is. I'm happy. This is great. Mm-hmm. This is good. This is what I'm looking for. But what's your agenda here? I'm, I really would like to sit down and talk to these writers back then and go, what What's really going on? Mm-hmm. Like, can I help you? Do you Do you know what's going on here? Are you awake? What's <laughs> What's happening? Well, before we try to answer any of those questions, we should say welcome. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. should say welcome. Mm-hmm. And apologize yeah. for that intro (laughs) yeah sorry about that (laughs) okay so this is season two episode 12 it's called over my dead body Mm -hmm. surprisingly there are no dead bodies so yeah they missed the mark on that one yeah it's a little bit of like a mislead misdirection um but it's good it's good because the title makes you think one thing and then the episode makes you think another so i'm gonna let them give them the pass well um shall i get into the summary of course all right in this episode dr sullivan is missing and the girls are desperate to find her a gives each girl their own mission which should lead them to the doctor and the identity of a but things do not go as planned leaving the girls as number one suspects once again Mm mm-hmm and I do have to say, this episode is extremely jumpy between scenes. Yeah. Um, because we are working with, like, there's, like, six hours prior and then to where the episode starts, which is after that. Well, it's, like, 12 hours prior. And because it kind of, it, it goes between, like, basically, it's not, it's a non-linear narrative. Mm-hmm. If it was a fan fiction, that's how you would tag it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. But um, it is very, very jumpy, so if we sound jumpy, that's not because we are, it's because the episode was. Well, we are, but also the episode is. Um, okay, so the cold open is with Spencer, Hannah, and Aria, and they are in the interrogation room covered in dirt. So already there's, like, a mm-hmm. mystery happening of, like, how did they get here, where's the dirt from, all that kind of good stuff. Where's Emily? What's where's happening? Emily? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, then it cuts to the um, the the behind the one way glass, and mm-hmm. Garrett, of course, Garrett is there, um, and he's yeah. talking to somebody, basically, and, mm-hmm. and like kind of reaffirming their suspicions towards the girls. And I thought there's only one man on in this universe <laughs> that thinks the girls are the killers, and I. It's got to be him. You knew already. You knew he was I, big detective. I knew because he. Because here's the thing, if you if you have you know at least one sense functioning, you'd be mm-hmm. able to see that there's not evidence really connecting the girls to anything. It's all circumstantial. But okay. of course, this detective who we have already established is the worst detective to ever exist. 
that yeah. he in his mind being a det- being a t- detective is like the board game clue where yeah. if you just say i saw you in the library with the wrench that that's case over that's it that's, done. that's he solved the case <laughs> yeah exactly. when somebody was actually killed with a screwdriver not a wrench yeah and he's just like nope same thing tomato tomato yeah exactly right. so i i suspected it was him also to like it's i don't know i i kind of recognize the bottom half of his face because they kind of like put it like have his face hmm. in the shadows okay but, well, we remember it. when they tried to fool us with that older detective that was the one that yes. initially put Garrett on the mm-hmm. case of the girls? He must have died. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's been nowhere to be found, and we haven't mm-hmm. seen him since. So I am happy Big Detective is back. And yeah, they never and said he- his name, I don't think, because I don't remember it at all. Yeah, I don't remember it either. But Oops. he is already out the gate threatening the girls yeah. with charging them for for homicide already right. out the gate he's ready he's like <laughs> you guys are going to jail it's Get over ready. figure mm-hmm. figure out which name you want to be called by like you're gonna be someone's bitch in jail don't drop the soap watch out you're going to jail mm-hmm. gotcha it is actually kind of alarming how insistent he is that the girls are the killers like what like what is wrong with him uh, I think he has nothing better to do. Also, the parents weren't there till like the end of the episode, so that was also mm-hmm. concerning. Yeah, like once again, the parents aren't allowed to be with their children, even though they're minors. It's a lot of questions, a lot of things that don't make mm-hmm. sense. But um, after the cold open, it cuts to twelve hours earlier, and all of the girls are at Doctor Sullivan's house searching mm-hmm. for her. How they find her house, which is I don't know. Creepy. The, the only thing is, like maybe it was in like on some mail at her office or something. Like I don't, I don't really know. Well, kind of have to infer I, stuff. Here. I feel like I don't know. I don't think think she would have had her house mail in her office. Maybe I, they found I, I, it somehow, and it's sketchy behavior. It is, um, but they will not call the police because Garrett is a police officer. Mm-hmm. But here's my thing. Garrett is not the only working police officer in that precinct. So they why? Don't know that. Yeah, they're acting like he literally <laughs> runs, like he's the police chief. <laughs> right. It's like, okay, fine. Yeah, sure. But you're wrong. Like, just go mm-hmm. to, like, go inside. You don't have to call. Go inside and speak to somebody else that probably has no idea who you are and will be mm-hmm. happy to help. So do that. But I think what is actually more of a crime than possible murder is Arya's earrings. They are definitely large and in charge in this episode. Yeah. Like I'm I mean, surprised her ear didn't I don't know how she was half. walking up straight. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like it, and actually those earrings like are not good to wear for your ears cuz they do like they hurt them. They're not good to wear cuz it like it, I don't well, know they're not good to wear, wear when you're <laughs> when you're running all over town trying to <laughs> solve a murder or a mystery or Yeah, like I'm surprised they weren't like hitting like her neck and like bruising her neck or something cuz they're so large. <laughs> They, they were just so distracting like every time they pan over to her it's always something that she's wearing i don't know why they've decided she's artsy but she is and we've de- we're dealing with that but she can have smaller earrings and live her life normally well maybe those bigger earrings are like are like satellites that she can like get information Ooh, Ooh. i love that <laughs> um but out so, so they're at her this woman's house this woman's house who was missing Okay, yes. this is a big deal. And then Emily 
it's a no little, it's like a little sociopath. What? No one else noticed that this woman is missing in this town? Of course not. Of course not. Um, Sad. But I just want to say that Emily is an actual sociopath because they're at this woman's house and she gets a text from Maya and all of a sudden she's like giggling and smiling like, oh my God, she's texting me. And all the other girls are like, oh my God, she's texting you. Dude, you are on a missing Someone's woman's missing. porch. <laughs> Someone's right missing now. and could be possibly dead because of you, by the way. It like, is A so only troubling. exists because of these girls being alive. Mm-hmm. So, if you're, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you care. Have, <laughs> have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't be so damn selfish. Because all of them are. <laughs> I know. But I get it. Once you, like, get a text from somebody that you like, you're like, well, nothing else matters. Especially if somebody you care about is missing. Doesn't matter. Yeah, and, like, we think she could be dead. But, like, who cares? Because, like, my girlfriend texted me right and like it's what? not like she was my best friend so who cares if she's dead <laughs> i have maya doesn't affect me yeah um <laughs> i mean she probably didn't have any other clients so it's fine <laughs> J- yeah just the girls were her clients that's it yeah. um so then after that uh it's emily maya and hannah and they're hanging out in hannah's room mm-hmm. and um you know hannah when she re- when she realizes that it's like kind of like a date kind of thing going on kind of she leaves and yeah. um she's really kinda... trying to get some dirt on the reform camp though she like, is how yeah. was it what was but it like you know what um i feel like the show was kind of hinting that it was also like a conversion therapy camp because when it, when um hannah is about to leave they're kind of like trying to push her out hannah's mm-hmm. like oh i heard they show you pictures of and then stopped yeah and that was like oh so are we also trying to say that this like part of this camp was also like conversion therapy stuff you know what i mean i mean we already kind of assumed that in the beginning already i didn't because her parents this, oh, is, this is the inconsistency in the writing because we're supposed to believe that her parents are from berkeley california and they're like they were actual like they're hippies and that they love protesting you're, te- mm-hmm. you're telling me they would send their daughter to a christian camp for a little a bit of weed and doesn't being add gay? up it doesn't add up doesn't <laughs> add up guys at all um i kind of think yeah, the Hannah, writers forgot they wrote that they forget a lot of things let's just say that I mean, this isn't their first time. This isn't their first radio. Yeah. Well, yeah. But um, we also learn that the girls are all invited to um, Hannah's dad's wedding. Yeah. So they're all going to be there or supposed to be there. Yes. Um, and when Hannah leaves, Maya just kind of takes a moment to set some boundaries, which mm-hmm. I actually think is smart because Emily wants to, like, jump right into a relationship. Yeah. And... Maya is right that like Emily has changed and their circumstances have changed where it's it probably be like it, it, it would be too soon to be in like a committed relationship right now. Mm-hmm. I do agree with that. Um, Maya still annoys me, but well, I mean, her reasoning was a little weird. She because Maya basically friend zones Emily. Let's just get to the main mm-hmm. point. And Emily's like, what do you mean? I thought you liked girls. I'm a girl. And <laughs> and then Maya's like, yeah, but you're like a whole new person. And I have to get to know this new Emily to be- even begin dating you. Which is, sure, Emily has changed a lot. Fine. Not really. Um, no, but, but then she brings up, like, why didn't you call me first? And I was like, yeah, why didn't Maya call her first? If she well, loved her so much. I guess it doesn't matter because Emily straight up just forgives her right in that moment. Yeah. 
So <laughs> she's like, it's okay. We are here now. Yeah. That's all that matters. I mean, let's be honest. Like they didn't they didn't call have Maya call her because Maya was probably busy doing something else. Like in real life mm. with the actress. Oh god, the next scene. The next scene is with Toby and it Spencer. It just gets worse and it gets worse, worse and worse. Yeah. And I don't know I don't know if it's going to get better. I don't know. I, I don't know if I am when I see Toby and Spencer kiss, I literally cringe. Like outwardly mm-hmm. cringe. Yeah. And I said this before, and I'll say it again. They have sibling energy, straight up. Like, or they could be like cousins or something. Like, they, some kind. Just, they're related somewhere. It's just so awkward. They're related. Somewhere. It's just so awkward. Like, I don't know if they don't really like each other in real life that much. Where like it kind of translated on screen. But I don't know. Every time they talk to each other, it's, it's like it's too forced. Maybe. It also know. could be down to the fact that Toby is, that actor is, um, mm-hmm. you, well, we yeah. said it before, yeah, just not, not very convincing as Toby. Mm. We'll just say that. Yeah. But, Sad. um, also in this scene though, Toby's like, ooh, what do you think our baby would look like? Okay. And I gagged. <laughs> I wrote that in bold. I was like... <laughs> What teenagers are talking about? What will our babies look like? Uh, didn't you just start dating like three months ago? And you guys are like 16? <laughs> and you and again, you guys are 16. Like, I don't, so disturbing. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know yeah. why he had to say it like, what do you think our baby <laughs> will look like? You're creeping me out. <laughs> but then Spencer creeped me out more because she was like, ooh, and have a six pack. Oh, Ew. my God. <laughs> what is it what are these writers thinking what are they i really i'm I'm concerned it's concerning i I mean when i said that out loud i realized just how absurd that line really is when i just heard it for a second time in my life i just said you know what maybe we don't deserve to have nice things maybe Mm -hmm. people shouldn't make good tv shows because it's we're not worthy or maybe we should discriminate against the straights maybe Mm. we should Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe they need to be oppressed Everyone, a little bit they should all riot in the streets <laughs> no more straight people because <laughs> yeah, they're getting too comfortable that's what's happening <laughs> they're getting too comfortable they shouldn't procreate because i think their babies are going to come out with six packs oh a with visual his, of a baby with a six pack is so gross with his <laughs> with his um sparkling blue orb staring at you with his glistening mm-hmm. six pack as a newborn yeah frightening can you, okay, everybody, can you, can you take a second? If you can hear the loud lawnmower outside, um, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we debated whether to not, whether or not to record, and we said we, were, we will. An hour yeah, being punished. we said we were just going to deal with it. I mean, I live in a place where the dogs are constantly barking. My sister's throwing pots and pans all over the place. I mean, we just have to <laughs> keep going. <laughs> you know, we're going to push through, and you know what? Um... We'll just credit the lawnmower guy because he's now a, a special guest. <laughs> what do you think he would say about the six-pack baby? Um, well, he would say, well, my baby was born with a six-pack, so what's the problem? <laughs> I almost fainted. I blacked out. <laughs> I'm literally crying. Oh my god! Oh, it's so messed up. Well, another absurd thing that happens is that Toby says that some that his brakes are cut; they're severed, 
And, <laughs> and he, he thinks it's okay. <laughs> yeah, he thinks it's okay. And he says, maybe I ran over something. What? Like, Did you run over some knives? Of knives? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> he ran over someone. Did you run over knife? Chucky? Like, what? <laughs> what do you think you're running over in Pennsylvania or wherever the frick you're from? Oh, <laughs> that it's wow. so sharp. It's so sharp and long. It cuts your brake wires. And you don't feel it when you're driving. Crazy. Crazy. And um, we... <laughs> Also in this scene, we see that Jason is taking down the newspapers in Allison's room. Um, yeah. So Jason's getting more comfortable. That's the other thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. Wow. Whew. Um, that was an absurd scene. Wow. That was a lot. That was a lot. But uh, And then they had to break it up. They knew it was a, the audacity. Mm-hmm. They knew it was a lot. And then they're like, Let's, this is too much. Oh, look. Jason's taking down his wallpaper from yeah. the windows. The they had to save the audience. The windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good nice try. Yeah. We're on to you. So after that scene, um, we see Hannah just briefly calling Dr. Sullivan, so at least someone still cares. At least. She cares, but of course Dr. Sullivan doesn't answer because she's probably not alive. Maybe. A- according to w- what we've seen so far, we're assuming she's buried deep down somewhere. Yeah. Um but another character is back, Caleb. Caleb! He How is back. on your um, trip? Yeah, with an awful, god-awful haircut. No. Don't yes. say those things. That, I liked the, it. The back of his head looked like someone took a lawnmower to it and just raked it across his, his head. It was so choppy <laughs> and gross. He looked like a Karen. That was a Karen haircut. I hated well, it. Well, I'm just glad it wasn't touching his shoulders anymore. I, that one's better. I mean, what do you prefer? Chopped and clean or long and greasy? Long and greasy. <laughs> okay, well, you're sick in the head. That's, I shouldn't have asked you. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it just, it, it looks awful. I do not like it. Um, but Hannah does because she's like, oh my God, I'm so glad you're back. And it's whatever. Yeah. You know? And he's like, stop talking. Come here. And they just hug. And <laughs> they just okay. hug. As, as pure Christian couples should. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, they've already had in the woods in a tent. Oh, yeah. That's true. Forgot about so, that. Well, you know, we can't all be perfect. I mean, we are. True. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't look at my fanfiction history and I'm fine. <laughs> Just don't look at me in person and <laughs> you'll... Yeah. Just it'll don't be okay. perceive me and it's fine. Um, so... After that, um, we see Jackie coming to visit Ezra's office. With um, we haven't seen her for a while. Two um, large pipe and hot cups of the Joe. Mm-hmm. But there's an ulterior motive other than, oh, other yeah, than just getting course. caffeinated. You don't bring somebody coffee unless you want something. Exactly. And she's trying to like suss out Ezra's feelings and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, and of course, Arya is eavesdropping over the conversation. And well, she had the same idea. She was like, I'm going to bring the boy f- mm-hmm. some coffee and we can laugh and giggle on his couch in his office for some reason with the door so open. Cute. Mm-hmm. And she's about to walk in and she sees Jackie got there first. So she's like, well, it probably was the earrings holding me back. I should have walked faster and took him out. <laughs> they, slow- they slow her down. That is true. Yeah. They're like, wait. 
Mm-hmm. So she just hides behind the corner, just listening, seeing what's happening, what's going on, the juice. Yeah, and there's really not much going on. Honestly, like yeah. it's kind of an innocent conversation, but out. But of course, Arya is like her face is disgusted the whole time. Um, it and, was innocent, but we could tell that. Well, yeah, but it's not like Ezra like reciprocated her Jackie's like feelers. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. Jackie was kind of like basically saying, "Oh, what if you weren't dating someone, or what if you were this, mm-hmm. what if you were that?" So, but Ezra responded like a like like a committed boyfriend. He didn't say anything too bad at all. Right. Um, but also something that's going to come up later is that um, Jackie or someone mentions in this scene that Jackie is going, is about to be published um, for the first yeah. time. And that's actually important for the episode. She has a paper that she's going to have published very soon and yeah. she's happy about it. So, um, But the the next part of this scene is Arya getting a, a text from A mm-hmm. and it's a ransom photo of Dr. Sullivan. And to be honest, mm-hmm. the doctor looked just annoyed. She was like, why am I here? Why is this teenager capturing me? What is this? If I was her, that's what I would be thinking. <laughs> this is annoying. Yeah. I could be doing something else. <laughs> why do I have to hold up this newspaper and stand in front of your camera with the 16-year-old? Like, why? I'm leaving. I'm older than you. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm an adult. Okay. <laughs> you can't control me. You're in high school. Peace. <laughs> and what's so funny, you know, this whole thing gave me very much the vibe of like, you know, in Scooby-Doo when the monster is like, oh, you meddling kids. It felt very yeah. much like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean? Th- there was just so many things happening. I mean, th- we even see like, you know, like in old movies, not old movies, but you know, in like movies where they have like somebody's like giving them a ransom note Mm -hmm. and the notes from magazines that they cut out all the letters from different pages in the magazine guys well i mean that's yeah that's in the next scene where um they go up they go to spencer's house and they spencer has a big crate delivered in her living room without her hearing it somehow um without anyone seeing somebody come in and drop it off nope not at all no return address and uh they open up the crate and they see that ransom the very stereotypical ransom note that says they have until 7 p.m to complete their quests like a video game basically (laughs) to complete their quests in order to save dr sullivan um now i will say the whole thing of like using the dolls to say and like giving each doll a name in order to assign the missions Mm -hmm. That was kind of a cool touch. I did like that. Yeah. I mean, I mm-hmm. liked it way better than the note from the magazine clippings. Yeah. You know, like a prop person just like sat there for 20 minutes doing well, that. Yeah. Yeah. But also, by the way, Emily does not have a doll. So she doesn't have a mission yeah, there's yet. There's only three in there. Um, and she's like, where's mine? It's yeah. Free. She's a little left out. She gets a little peeved about that. <laughs> she's like, I want to be sabotaged too. That's not yeah. fair. It's kind of actually, it's kind of rude to leave her out like that. You know, it's like be part, you know, make her feel like a part of yeah. the group. Uh, yeah, but I can understand. Arya, her mission is to make Jackie go away. Hannah, mm-hmm. hers is to stop the wedding. And Spencer's mm-hmm. is to keep Toby safe. I think Spencer got the easiest one. <laughs> Let's just say that. If we all had to take a vote, who do you think got the easiest task? <laughs> definitely Spencer. A hundred percent. Because Emily, like, almost died. So Spencer definitely got the, the easiest one. Of course, of all of my favorite, my absolute favorite thing is that all of a sudden she's like, yep, I have to break up with him. That's going to exactly. keep him safe. Exactly. That's going to keep him safe. Why does she think Spencer. not being near him is going to keep him safe? 
When does she want to be with you him all the time? You got the easiest one, and you're the dumbest. Exactly. Right. She has the dumbest, like, nonsensical solution ever. It's because mm-hmm. wouldn't you want to be near him to make sure he's like in one I place the whole like, day? You need to live in my house. You need to stay. I have to protect you. Yeah, someone's after you, Toby. But no, her response is, "I have to literally break up with you right now to keep him safe." I have to let him go. <laughs> okay. I do, I, yeah, I do not understand. <laughs> You're that wrong, but go ahead. <sighs> um, so then the next scene is back in the interrogation room, and mm-hmm. Arya wants to make a call, uh, and then it goes to uh, Garrett, and we learn that page five was actually um, an analysis of trace evidence on the body, mm-hmm. and. Actually, I kind of think that when Arya walks by Garrett, I think that Garrett actually looks a little guilty. Like, he's like, this is going, this is real. This is happening. Um, mm. I, I got another sense that he felt guilty later on as well, and we'll get to that. But I well, have a feeling that they might try to sort of have Garrett almost um, betray Jenna, essentially. Ooh, I would look forward to that. I mean, we do see Arya, like, literally sob like a mad person mm-hmm. on the phone to, I'm assuming, Ezra, but we don't, we don't know. I think it was him, because he shows, he shows up later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but so her I crying kinda... is even terrible, too. What is? I'm sorry? Her crying. Yeah, I will say that in a strange twist of events, the writing was more exciting, but the acting was a little worse. So I don't know, hmm. I don't know what that is. But I didn't mind it because I, I was in, I was like in I was in for the story. It was a very interesting episode. Yeah, I was um, in for the ride. Yeah. So after that, um, it goes to uh, Arya visiting Jackie with you know the plagiarized. Oh yeah, because also in in the box was the plagiarized. It showed that Jackie plagiarized her article that she wrote. That was that's going to be yeah. published. There was an article. I I'm assuming it was about some famous French artist. Yeah. And she just she copied the entire mm-hmm. article from somebody else or from a, yeah a long time ago there Which, was something written about honest, them the place that would the, the the journal that would be publishing her article would would have looked that up exactly yeah how did a even get a whiff of that one google search okay you know what i mean that's what i mean that's why that's why the journal would have been able to know <laughs> okay i'll let it go because academia like, the biggest thing you can do, like, the biggest way to, like, no longer work in academia or no longer have any credibility is plagiarizing. Like, it's an actual crime. Right. So, I, I, yeah, so she approached, so Arya approaches Jackie with the plagiarized article. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish she, okay, if she cared about anything, Arya, if she cared about anything, she wouldn't have been, like, whimpering and crying, handing over the article to Jackie she would have just been like sucked it up. This is for me. This is for my friends. This is for mm-hmm. Ezra. Get out of my town. But no, she was like, uh, "You have to leave here." She leaves. Yeah, and in <laughs> fact, she leaves before even finishing her threat. Exactly. <laughs> she leaves with she leaves without even saying another word, and she's mm-hmm. gone. And Jackie's also, just like, what, what? I'm not gonna let this little kid ruin my life. It, you know, it's so funny, Jackie, even though she's technically younger than Dr. Sullivan, she's acting more like an adult, like, would with a teenager yeah. than she than Dr. Sullivan is. I mean, she's not perfect. I mean, she wants no. a guy that's dating a younger girl. And yeah. For some unknown reason. But, mm-hmm. again, 
she's like i'm not gonna put up with this i'm older than her and you know what too why does why does she have to leave hollis why not just tell her to stay away from ezra i don't know about, i don't know if that is like i don't know but i don't know um, if that was like the th- i don't it just says make jackie go away so i guess she just assumed like make, make her, her leave, leave the hollis. town yeah um so by the way i just want to mention too that the entire premise of this episode of like having of the girls uh thinking that a is going to give them dr sullivan isn't Mm -hmm. actually the whole plot doesn't make any sense it unravels when you think about the fact that a's ultimate goal is to not be known so why in the world would they would they lead the girls to the one person who knows who they are so the girls should know they will never find her you know what i mean like i do but it's like again if you really you know boil it down it's like there wouldn't be an episode there w- they wouldn't have made an episode of if they're like oh well th- we're not going to get dr sullivan back i understand that but that that premise that i just said still applies it's like it, the whole plot i mean i unravels. agree with you it, it <laughs> i mean yeah you're smarter than anybody else but nothing makes sense in the show and that's what we have to deal with yeah i just thought i just thought i would i, I would mention that because it's been kind of like bothering me thinking about that wow. um but after Arya basically half-asses her threat to Jackie um, and runs out <laughs> crying, right. uh, the next scene is with H- Emily and Hannah, and they're talking about something. And the dad comes in to interrupt their little girl time. And we hear that, for some reason, the father and Isabel are getting married at the Rosewood Church. I was just about to say... What is the reason that they're getting married in town? Like, don't they live somewhere else? Because Isabel is, like, from New York. So Mm. why in the world would they have their... Why why would... And also, too, the mother is not from Pennsylvania either. His mom is from, like, down in the south. So you're telling me they would... Yeah, apparently. So you're telling me they would choose a Rosewood small, tiny little church... When they could, like, go somewhere, like, a nice, like, cathedral in New York? I, see, I, yes. I know. I know what you're feeling, and I know, and I understand. And I wish I could help you. But, again, there wouldn't be a show if things made sense. There wouldn't mm-hmm. be anything to watch if they made things logical. Like, how is Hannah supposed to ruin the wedding if she can't even get to it? It's in another state. But she was able to get to New York for the freaking engagement party. Was it in New York? It was like a, it, it always showed like the Empire Building or whatever or something oh, like that or like man, the, I something really missed that. Well, it's not <laughs> the Empire. It was another building that's like in New York that's like tall and all that kind of stuff. I didn't even notice that, unfortunately. Um, wow. But I understand. It's just it's just how things are. It's just way what we have to go through and and sit here and watch this stuff and go that's not right and have yeah. to like be like it's like ga- like the show is gaslighting us a little bit it is and it's also gatekeeping a little bit a little bit yeah. and girl bossing at the same time it is yeah for sure and it makes me angry well hannah tries to girl boss her dad but that doesn't work because she's trying to convince him <laughs> to not marry isabel she's trying to gatekeep <laughs> yeah yeah she is 
um she's trying to gatekeep weddings and she <laughs> is trying <laughs> specifically weddings in her town yeah and she's trying to convince her dad not to marry isabel but of course her dad's like well you know after cheating on her with your mom i feel now i feel okay marrying her <laughs> that's basically what's going on yeah, here when you get older you'll understand that when one person loves another person mm-hmm. but they've cheated on one of them it, it all works out it does we're adults and, and in we fact, get to do whatever we want to do yeah and in fact you don't know if you love somebody until you break until. their trust <laughs> exactly yeah. you don't know you love somebody until you cheat on them and then you go oh wait i like the other person better and then yeah. but you mm-hmm. keep going back to the other one because you know it's fun yeah why not you know they're there <laughs> yeah. um yeah so after that the uh the next scene is spencer uh in the in toby's truck with him and mm-hmm. she admits that she lied to him when she said she didn't know why her father was at Jason's house. And that really broke him a little bit. He was re- he was really yeah. pulling the like sad puppy dog eye face thing. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't even look at him. She couldn't even look at him in the eye and go like I don't want to be in this relationship with you. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then he's like, "Don't you trust me?" And she doesn't answer. She just gets out and runs she across runs. the town. She just runs across the... T- like, her and Arya cannot commit to the role. They can't. No. No. They're like, we can't do threats. This isn't who we are. But when it comes and to Jenna, they can, like, push her downstairs and throw firecrackers at her head. <laughs> I don't understand it. I guess it's easier to throw... To, like, throw a bomb at someone's face if you're not looking in their eyes. Maybe that's, like... They have, like, a disconnect there or something. I guess. I, I mean- don't know. <laughs> but... I... When she... Okay... This is all unnecessary, by the way. Like, she does not have to break up with him. This is, like, all no. of this doesn't even need to happen. Um, and he's, like, but, so out of the loop. Like, he doesn't even know what's going on. Has no and she's idea. like, this, I just, and then she leaves. <laughs> yeah, she runs out like a maniac and yes. uh, so dramatic for no reason. And then she's, like, yes. she's crying on a tree. That's not a joke. Sobbing she's crying on a tree. On a tree. Yeah. And um, Ren. In the middle his, of town. Yeah. And Ren with his, like, gross car emerald green car yeah it's not it's not a cute car but he sees her of course well somebody has to at least hear <laughs> you know her. what the whole you know what's so funny the whole town saw her cry let's be honest the right. whole town saw it yeah and spencer exactly. later on is like oh i have a hard time crying in front of people bitch the whole town saw go you. in your house go in your yeah, house and cry into run, your pillow run in the church Okay, if you don't want anyone to see you, why in the world are you crying in the middle of town where everyone can see you? I can't. I can't. Can we just... (laughs) There's so many things wrong with this episode, but it was so good. (laughs) Exactly. Except the more chaotic this show is, the better it is. Let's just be honest. I think the more illogical things are, it makes us upset, but it's Mm -hmm. good television. It really is. Um... Wow. So after Spencer is crying on a tree in the middle of town, um, the next scene is Ella and Arya. And Ella apologizes to Arya about the whole Mike secret keeping thing. Um, Mm -hmm. If Mike is apparently doing better. He's apparently doing very well in therapy. And the treatment seems to be working so far. Mm -hmm. Working Uh, so well that Byron (laughs) even goes, hey, Mike, let's go to Papa's Pizzeria. The newest restaurant in town. Wow, how beautiful. <laughs> You're not like my brother at all. Not at all. Uh, so the next part, though, is that they, you know, they hear the doorbell ring. 
Mm-hmm. And Arya goes to get it. Thank God. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I could not imagine if Ella like opened the door, yeah. opened the door, and was like, uh, "Hello, hello, Who are hey, you, man? I recognize you. <laughs> you were at the party. Yes, yes, I was." Because the uh, Arya opens the door, mm-hmm. and guess who it is? I don't take S from no one, Jackie. Yeah. And she kind of threatens Arya back and says, like, if you tell... Finally! Yeah, if you tell Ezra about the whole plagiarizing thing, um, I will you. tell everybody about your guys' like, Alyssa affair. Love that. But... The thing is, though... Yeah, Why what? hasn't she said anything yet? Well, because she doesn't want to hurt Ezra. Because if Ezra mm. knows that she said something, he won't want to be with her. <gasps> well, if she has to make an anonymous tip, you can't just be like... Somebody told me, and then yeah, she should. I mean, like there's follow, ways around it. Yeah, she should follow A or Jenna's uh uh, f- uh plans and just make anonymous tips all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that I do not understand why Jackie or Arya, maybe no, actually Arya, I, I can understand because with her, she's a teenager and thinks like adults are like better or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, Even though her parents like have. They have nothing together in their lives, and she like, yeah. looks up to them somehow. But Jackie, for some reason, is like ready to die on her own sword for Ezra. Yeah. I do not yeah. understand that. He is not that much of a prize. I even said it. I, I was watching the episode. I'm like, why is she fighting so hard for him? Like, mm-hmm. why would you want damaged goods? Like, why would you want somebody that likes younger girls? Exactly. Well, the thing is, I think something that's actually very telling is that she says, I will tell everybody about your student-teacher affair, but yeah. not the fact that... She doesn't, she doesn't even mention the fact that this girl is younger. And that's the actual, like, real illegal part. Mm-hmm. So, to me, in her brain, she's like, oh, yeah, the fact that he's with a 16-year-old is fine. But, but like, the teacher-student thing, oh, that's really bad. It feels like everyone that, like, entered this town was brainwashed and was like... You can have relationships with anybody except babies with six packs. And mm. then that's that's the only rule. That's, wow. It's a very specific rule. <laughs> I mean, wow. look it up. It's in Rosewood Law. Wow, so that's some great lore. Actually, I would love to see the Rosewood Law book. <laughs> I think I'd really it like that. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Yeah, they burn because it in the anybody fire. Because everyone and anyone can do whatever they want and it's fine. I don't even know why there was a police station, to be honest. Well, true. Because also, too, you know what's funny? Because even in the police station, they have a bad detective and a crooked cop. So it's like, mm-hmm. there's you can't, you can't do there's, anything in that. There's town. no winning. You can't win. Yeah. Um, but also, too, Jackie tells Arya that they're actually very similar because they'll do anything they can. They'll do anything in order to keep Ezra with them. But mm-hmm. actually, Jackie's wrong because Arya would not have done that if A didn't force her to do it. So Jackie right. is, she's got her, it's, well, Jackie doesn't know. Yeah. She just, she thinks she's doing the right thing and threatening this little girl because she's older and she has the upper hand and she has, you know, she knows what's going on between them. So she thinks she can handle the situation. Little does she know there's a third party, but that's not yeah. her fault because A doesn't talk to her. So it doesn't matter. But before, a little bit before that, when Arya was talking to Ella, there was a part where she goes, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go up and take a bath and pretend I'm a perfect parent. So I love that she even herself admits and is self-aware that she knows she's not a good parent. Well, love that. Here's the thing I realized while watching that scene is that actually Arya takes after Ella because 
both Arya and Ella think that they're fixers when they just mm-hmm. break everything. So I kind of realize it's actually like, you know, mother like daughter type of thing. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And she even goes like deep into like, sorry, I made you lie like to your dad. Like mm-hmm. you guys have it all backwards here. <laughs> when do they not? Um, mm-hmm. So the next scene is, okay, this is also absurd. Doesn't make any sense. Um, Emily is <laughs> just em- <laughs> everyone for the rest of this episode. Everything doesn't make sense. No, and for the rest of the show, to be honest. Emily was born and grew up in that town. And it's a small mm-hmm. town. And she's using a GPS to find the to church, the which church. she has been to a thousand times. <laughs> it's in the center of town. The church is in the I center know, of town. And she's using a GPS. It's so, it's really actually, it's extremely sad to, when you point it out. Because it's been established, like, small town. Basically, mm-hmm. everyone knows each other. And she's been at the church maybe, she probably has been to the church with her parents all her life, maybe, growing mm-hmm. up, you know, being raised. they religious. Mm-hmm. Right. And then also her friend's, you know, funeral. Mm-hmm. And then probably any relative's funeral she's ever had. So how many fingers am I holding up? Like 10? So how many times has <laughs> Emily been at the church? Her whole life. So yes. how does Emily not know where the church is when I'll tell you right now, the church <laughs> is two minutes away from her house. You could walk to it. Yeah. And not only that, but it is in the center of town. Literally. Of course. So, Literally, there's no, there's no other town except the houses and the town with the one mm-hmm. restaurant, Papa's Pizzeria, and the church. That's it. That's all you out, need. And the cupcake place. Whew. But yeah, so she's for some reason using her GPS. Um, and the GPS, <laughs> the GPS doesn't even come with the car. She had to go out and buy it to get to the church. Oh wow. Okay. Well, the GPS tells her to turn right, even though the church is to the left. So you know mm. she's all confused. But she ends up, um, also I love too, how she even goes like, what? It's right there, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, too, like, if you knew where it was, why do you still have the GPS on? Why do you need, oh, it, to, yeah, why do you need it to tell you to turn If line? you're looking at the church, you don't need your GPS. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Oh, but also, um, somehow she doesn't notice the fact that there's like a creepy doll in her back seat, right? Yeah. Right in the middle of the back seat, so it would be right in her rear, rear view mirror. Right. She doesn't see it until. Well, until, if she doesn't know where the church is by now, she definitely won't notice there's something in her back seat. I guess that's true. But she turns around, and in her back seat is a doll, and the doll tells her to like to follow the GPS. Yeah. Um, and Clever. she does. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's also great because I feel like in that moment she didn't say anything, but she definitely went yes I got a doll, I got a doll too yeah she felt included it was beautiful yeah so the um the next scene is back at the police station mm-hmm. and we have a little like tidbit where we learn that there was an anonymous tip that led them to the girls to get them where they are now mm-hmm. um and then it like cuts to Spencer looking like a demon like <laughs> I don't know what she was doing I. I wish, I understand, but I really do wish the cops in this town figured out how to do their jobs correctly, because if the anonymous tip was what it was, which we, what we do see later, wouldn't you have a few questions of how that person even knew they were there at the time where that was supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Just saying. Well, as we'll see later, um, with a certain shovel, we'll learn that they really have no idea what evidence means. And right. I can't wait to get to that because I screamed a little bit because I couldn't believe okay. what I was hearing. But um, mm-hmm. after that, uh, 
it cuts to Ren and Spencer, and they're flirting, which is all gross. Um, well, okay, fine, fine, fine that he got to drive her home, but drop her off, don't come inside. And leave, yeah. And leave. Because also, too, she has to go somewhere, she has to get ready for the wedding, so why is for he the wedding. there? So wait, 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 wait for the wedding. Wait, wait. sobbing so still. There's tears coming out of her eyes still. Yeah, but that, does that mean that he just sat in her living room for an hour while she was getting ready for the wedding? He probably was, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, probably he was maybe she made him a cup of tea and he was sitting down in front of the fireplace talking to himself, saying how beautiful Spencer is. And, and I can't I wait wonder, to kiss her, even though she just broke up with her boyfriend. Yeah. And then I wonder was he's like, hmm, I wonder where that crate is. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Why are there dolls in this? Who yeah. wrote this letter that cut all these letters out of magazines? That's so strange. Meet me at 7 p.m. Hmm. Huh. Wow. Yeah, who okay. knows? Hey, Spencer, can I make out with you? <laughs> uh, not my problem. Hey, Spencer. <laughs> I mean, guys, literally, I don't know how they got away with this. It's insanity. But she's still crying. She comes downstairs all dressed up. Like, obviously very sad. And, of course, she told him, I just broke up with my boyfriend. And he's like, oh, don't worry, mate. It's going to be all better. Don't worry. (laughs) Why are you laughing? No reason. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just seemed like you were laughing when I was doing my accent. So. No, I thought of a joke earlier that made me laugh. And it just made me laugh now. Okay. (laughs) Am I boring? This is not. This is not. entertaining enough that you have to think about something from earlier no i think i'm more um disassociating to deal with the trauma of this episode (laughs) well yeah he was like spencer don't worry he's gonna come back to you Mm -hmm. it's gonna be fine do you want me to give you a little smooch make you feel better Mm. and of course like you know if he could just like realize that he's much older than her it's not going to work out. There's already been an issue. The family does not yeah. like him. Why is he going, all I can think about is kissing you while you're crying. You're a freak. He's a freak. And also, too, she technically says no. And he still is like, yeah. hey, can I still get in, though? Well, I hate him. She goes, it's probably not a good time. I'm, I just broke mm-hmm. up with him. I just, like, you just saw me sobbing in the middle of town. I'm still crying. There's still tears in my eyes. But even before she finishes that, like, before she even says it, actually, at all, he's already halfway to kissing her. Yeah, his lips are already pursed, and he's already like, are you sure? And (laughs) he just does. He just kisses her. No other words. And she just actually, she doesn't push him away. She just takes the kiss. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, boy, Toby's right at the window. And he wasn't. He wasn't, no. I was really hoping he would be, though. Uh... They keep getting away with it. That's all it is. Um, yeah, I guess. And also, too, I saw that actually Ren is shorter than Spencer. I don't know if you noticed that. Well, she was wearing pretty tall heels. Um, she was also but a tall a cute, person, but... Yeah. But a cute little, like, um, thing was that for to stop her tears running all over her face from, you know, just breaking up with her boyfriend, right? He gives her a hanky. What a what gentleman. A, what a gentleman. Wow. Um, but also too, speaking of like her having to break up with Toby, also too, if her whole thing was that, you know, that she had to stay away from Toby to keep him safe, why not just text, why not just not text or call him for a day? Why does it have to be a breakup? Right. 
I don't understand any of I this. I think it's it's just always like it's never in the middle. It's always it's either mm. it's either zero to a hundred. Yeah. Like maximum effort. Yeah, and she definitely puts in all the effort because, and I don't. They might get back together though, to be honest. But well, the, of course. I mean, next... he does like come running in like a knight in shining armor and yeah, but it doesn't go very well. We'll, well get there, but. Um, the next scene is Spencer and Arya at the wedding and they can't get a hold of Emily because Emily's on her own mission. Right. And, uh, you know, Hannah's there with Caleb and Kate comes up and Kate's trying to, you know, flirt with Caleb, of course, um, after Hannah walks away. Right. Because why not? Yeah. And Caleb, um, hmm. He decides to stand up for, for Hannah. And... It left me feeling a little weird because he basically got up in Kate's face and he was like, yeah, I love your dress, but it shows your back fat, you fat idiot. And now I'm leaving. <laughs> it was like, okay. Okay, <laughs> just wait. for me. So when he does first come home, Hannah kind of gives him like the rundown and she goes like, the, the bridesmaid dress is terrible and it gives me back fat. And he's like, don't say that. And they, they kiss. No, they hug. They hug. They hug. So, of course, him being him, when Kate goes, oh, hello, he goes, nice dress. It gives you back fat. <laughs> it's, so, it's still so out of pocket. Like, it's like, what? But she, you know Hannah told him everything. I so, know, of course, he's going to be like, I hate her. I have to make her feel bad. Why did his She made brain... my girlfriend eat shrimp and throw up all over the place. Why did his brain, though, get so hung up on the back fat thing? Like, there's so many more things to say about her. Like, I just, I can't. That was too much for me. Um, I thought it was funny. It was trauma-inducing for me a little bit. But the next part of the scene is um, Hannah getting a text from someone, A, and well, A is saying that someone is running out of air. And I think that it kind of is... Ta- she, the A is kind of talking about both Emily and Dr. Sullivan, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, because the next scene is Emily pulling up to a barn. Um, yep. And then it just kind of like... Well, we can just even say it now. Like, let's just... Because it's a short scene with Emily. We can just group to it together. Barn. Like we said, it was yeah. all going to be, like, mixed up anyway. Yeah. But so when Emily goes into the barn, she sees a car. And the car is, of course, turned on. Um, mm-hmm. And A locks her in the barn. Uh, and the thing is, like, why couldn't Emily just use her heel and, like, break open the window and, like, use the car to break open the door? barn doors like I, that's what i would have done like i wouldn't have just given up and fell on the floor like i <laughs> like, i this is so hard it's so hard because you're so right and everything out of your mouth is just completely true and makes complete sense but if you think about it it's like they need to do these stupid things to make the the, the show go on it has to be stupid for a reason mm-hmm. even though it's horrible and we hate it but of course, if I had half a brain cell, I would have been like, oh, look, I have some really sharp heels on mm-hmm. and they're pretty heavy. Take <laughs> one off, smash the car window and I don't know, unwire it or take the key out because of the carbon monoxide because the car's running. And then I too, would be yeah. fine. Yeah. And then I'd be OK. And then the person that opens it being like, oh, she must be asleep by now. I'd be like, hey, you and throw my shoe at their head and go, <laughs> gotcha. And then take their mask off and go, oh, look, it's you. Gotcha. That's what I and mean. then like, beat I, their face in with my shoe. 
I think in shows, characters give up too easy when their life is on, when their life is like threatened. They just like give up. Yeah. They just <laughs> Emily. It's I mean, like literally, sad though. They're it, like, it oh, my sad. life isn't worth it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fall. I'm just gonna lay on the ground and die. <laughs> it's over. It's over for me. Also, I wasn't too, meant like, to live another day. It, there's God's just, there plan. Was, there were there were just so many options for her to get out of the situation, and she took none of them like at all. It's just great because. Other than being like rational and going, what can I do to get out? It's let me scream and panic. Yeah, that, exactly. And then cry. Um, wow. Well, so, so after the the barn thing, let's go back to um, uh, Hannah with the wedding because the wedding is mm-hmm. on there. You know, they're doing the ceremony. It's happening. It's yeah. Go- back fat or not, it's going on. Yep. Um. And sort of, you can see Hannah panicking because, like, time's almost running out when it comes to stopping the wedding. Mm-hmm. And Hannah has the brilliant idea to, in the middle of the wedding, ask Isabel to, like, to have a quick chat. <laughs> By the way, who is also not the same Isabel that we saw earlier. So, both Isab- new Isabel and new Kate are mm-hmm. different people. Okay, well, I have no, I don't remember what Isabel looked like before, so I'm going to take well, she definitely didn't it. look like the one from this episode so Hmm. well uh isabel surprisingly says yes and that they go into the rectory and um hannah surprisingly we're gonna see consequences for this happening but hannah she tells isabel that her dad cheated on her with her mom and Mm -hmm. no one was really talking about that or thinking that it was bad so i thought the show was never going to like say that it was bad uh, like a bad thing to do but yeah Actually, the show was saying, yes, that was not a good thing and it can be used against him. I was shocked. I mean, if there's, I mean, if Spencer got the easiest one, Hannah understood the assignment. Let's just say that because she was, she was like, listen, my dad cheated on you. Do you still want to go on with this wedding or not? And Isabel just runs away. Mm -hmm. But of course, the dad was standing behind Hannah. Yeah. And heard all of that. And And he doesn't say a word. Yeah. And Hannah's kind of like, dude, I'm sorry. This shit had to be done sorry yeah she doesn't even sound that like that apologetic she's like yeah okay yeah she was like sorry mm-hmm. she was <laughs> i'm surprised she didn't just go like maybe next time keep your dick in your pants like yeah sorry mm-hmm. well uh right like i was literally- waiting for ashley like to also sorry to interrupt you but i was waiting yeah. for ashley to like be the one behind her but oh. i don't know if she was invited to the wedding i don't think so i don't think she, she i think she decided not to go but um, it's it's very strange to me because right after that happens, Hannah immediately gets a text. So how how did a no like no right when to text? It's all very confusing to me. <sighs> I I don't I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to say. Because like, I, th- I think I, you have to just live to learn with this for now. Because I thought that A was busy literally gaslighting Emily in the barn. <laughs> like, literally she, doing that's that. That's what I'm saying. There's an A team. There was somebody in the wedding barn, whatever. Because that, no, church. My bad. Mm-hmm. Barn and church. And all of her little crewmates, they're all over the place with their ears and their microphones and their surveillance cameras. And they're mm-hmm. always somewhere where the girls are so that they can have all the information and know when to send the texts. Well, I will say that. Also, what's very interesting um, as a part of this scene is that Caleb notices Arya and Spencer leaving. Um, mm-hmm. And I, he kind of looked at them like, hmm, 
They're both Why leaving they're right when Aunt Hannah is doing this unhinged behavior. So what's going on here? He kind of looked like he was finally like suspicious of like what's going on in her life. Because mm-hmm. the boyfriends don't know anything in this show. Yeah. They only, they, the only thing they know is that their girlfriends are crazy and then they break mm-hmm. up with them when they don't know what the, they don't know how to like have Deal a with good it. communication with them. Yeah. Um, so I think that the next few episodes will have to, like, Hannah will have to deal with Caleb trying to find out more about her problems. Because also, mm-hmm. too, right now, Caleb's problems are actually done and over with, the main one. So yeah. it's time for Hannah's problems to, like, I think come to life. He's actually problem-free. He found his yeah. parents, his mom. He found his mom, and he has siblings, and his mom is rich, and he has, yeah. he got to go to California and live it up and party it up in the mansion, and mm-hmm. he's happy. And he has a he's girlfriend. He's good to go. Yeah. Yeah um all right well uh then after after that is emily finding the car but then um uh after that is uh back in the police station again and toby is arguing with a cop Mm -hmm. and uh toby points his finger in the cop's face and says i'm not your boy and (laughs) wow what what a line from him what a line it was so convincing as well how to deliver it (laughs) i'm not your boy you gotta put so if funny. someone's calling you boy you gotta put emphasis you gotta be like i ain't your boy wow you gotta get into it come on Toby. yeah um but when spencer walked by uh he got he got into that and he was like yelling she was that like he that's her that's not my boy either <laughs> she just kept walking <laughs> but is she my girl <laughs> are you, you got a bae <laughs> oh but yeah, so he's yelling at her, saying, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And Spencer mm-hmm. does not look at him. She, yeah. Ignores she's him like, completely. I gotta keep you safe. I can't look at you. But, like, girl, it's over. The, it's over. 7 p.m. is over. Like, it's done. Like, just say hi to him. She's so dramatic. <laughs> like, <laughs> once again, for like, being dramatic for no reason. The mission is over. It's done. Like, I don't understand. Honestly, if I was Toby, I'd be like, these girls are whacked out. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. You guys are crazy. Yeah, like, I got my truck. I'm going. What is what is he expecting? She's going to break up with him one day and then not hear from her, see her at the police station covered in dirt and mud and crying, and then get back together with her with no questions asked? He's just going to accept her and be like, I know you broke up with me, but I still love you and I'm not going to ask any questions and, and that's it. Well, he knows about A, so I know that he knows there's, like, more going on. So I think that maybe he's suspecting that it's not this as simple as her just breaking up with him. Like, there's something more, like, there's a reason for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, after that, we see Emily passed out in the barn. Uh, and <sighs> someone comes in and, you know, drags Takes her, her out. out. Yeah. Yeah. And Emily has this, like, weird dream sequence of seeing Allie. And, and the um, filter that they used for the sequence, mm-hmm. like, blurred them out. Like, softened their features so much that they looked blurry. Because I think they were trying to be like, this is what you would look like if you lived in heaven. Yeah. And you would have no pores. And your mm-hmm. eyes would be shiny and sparkling. And this is what you would look like. Yeah, and everyone's wearing a little bit of a lip gloss thing as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so and Allie's basically saying like well do you want to die or not what's going on here (laughs) figure it out choose (laughs) do you want to be alive or do you want to be dead it's not hard (laughs) and I guess Emily um chooses to live because she wakes up and all the girls are around her 
and she's like touching her lips because she's like oh, uh yeah allison was here because allison kissed her in the dream not dream mm-hmm. sequence we're not sure because i feel like how'd she get out there if somebody didn't take her out like also I think it was too, the person dragging her out was like wearing what a usually wears so it was not wearing what allison was wearing so yeah, she was th- she was wearing boots she was wearing the lace-up boots they didn't look they looked like more like black pants to me i didn't see pants i saw the bottom of the boots and it was the same boots that allison was wearing in the sequence so i'm like this is her because she's alive she's not dead and she's emily's like still waking up from the carbon monoxide poisoning that she seems to be fine with and she didn't die somehow and she's like all fuzzy from that so she thinks like it's a dream but it's actually her I don't think it was really her, especially since okay. in the dream, it was so bright out. And then when she wakes up, it's like almost dark. Like, <laughs> I don't think that it was real. <laughs> well, obviously, when Allison was talking to her, it was like three hours before. They yeah, but so, so, so you're, you're telling me that she woke up pa- and then passed out again and then woke up? Like, yeah. no. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> Even after I'm taking she, the laws no. from this show. I get to say whatever I want to say because that's the truth. And even if it's not, it is. Okay, well, my truth is that she didn't see Allison at all. And that she was just making out with her in her, in her like, dream, weird, like, heaven sequence. Okay? okay. She did not see her. And the fact that Emily woke up and was like, she was here. I'm like, Emily, are you an idiot? Are you a dumb <laughs> idiot? Yeah, she almost died, but she's she's fine. She didn't die from carbon monoxide poisoning, which doesn't take long so she was probably in there for a pretty long time just saying doesn't add up i don't like it i don't like it and even the girls are like are telling emily dude like you were just like you almost had carbon monoxide poisoning like you need to like chill Mm -hmm. um but then after uh after that um it goes to uh, the interrogation room, and Emily finally enters the room. She's also yeah. covered in dirt. Um, and we learn that they gave her some oxygen, so that kind of... So she's fine now. She's healed. She's fine. Um, and then we see that Spencer's parents are actually at the police station, too. And mm-hmm. they're arguing, of course, and trying to sound like lawyers. And yeah. Jason arrives, and surprisingly, Odd. we get a lot of information here. Um, yeah, which I thought was kind of strange for them to let out all that information in the middle of the police station. Yeah, because uh, we kind of see that um, actually the father doesn't doesn't hate Jason at all, and he actually mm-hmm. wants to keep Jason safe. Yeah, uh, and also we learn too that that um, Spencer's mom doesn't know like what's going on. Exactly. Uh, yeah, even though she's willing to like it's weird she's willing to keep a secret she, she, that she doesn't even or something know. she doesn't know mm-hmm. yeah so that's a little strange um but of course garrett sees the whole conversation i don't think i don't think he can, he can hear what they're saying i don't know if he heard it but he definitely you know was like sneaking a peek and was like oh there's some, there's beef yeah there's something going on um but then someone approaches Garrett's desk and he says, you shouldn't be here in like a panicked way, mm-hmm. which we do. I think we find out basically who was there. Well, we do find out. Yeah. Later. Yeah. But then back at the barn, um, the girls are, you know, talking about the Allison, but then they, then they notice that there's a shovel yes. on the barn door and that there are coordinates 
on the shovel. But they follow the coordinates and they end up seeing like a breathing tube like sticking out from the ground. <laughs> Just, this this actually this whole scene is, is funny. It's a little funny. It's a little humorous. Um and the girls like freak out. They're like, oh my god, she's Dr. Sullivan is like buried alive, we have to like save her. So mm-hmm. also by the way, they have a shovel but don't use it. They're using their hands. Yeah. <laughs> Which I can't. Hmm. I don't know. Well, okay. These girls are really bad in under, like, really pressure situations because they just are screaming and digging with their hands. They're like, Dr. Sullivan! Dr. Sullivan! Mm -hmm. Dr. Sullivan! And it's like, chill. Hey, 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 girls, relax. You have a shovel. She has a breathing tube. She's going to be okay. You survived carbon monoxide poisoning. This lady's going to be fine. Yeah, they, I guess so, but they just toss the shovel in the woods and start using their hands. Um, well, the good news is Dr. Sullivan is fine because yeah. when they do dig up, it's a mannequin with boots. Yep. And immediately, like, a helicopter hovers over them and they're found yeah. by the police. The second they're like, wait, that's not... Put your hands up. You are surrounded. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, they didn't even have time to, like, think. And I love the fact that they um, there's so much hoopla over four girls in a dress. Like, yeah. th- they had no weapons or anything like that, but they were treating them like they were, like, terrorists. It was, like, too much. Yeah. It was too much. They were, like, these 16-year-olds, you don't know what they were capable of. They're, like, the whole SWAT team was there. They had helicopters with beams on them. They're, like, these these are the, some real killers right here. Mm-hmm. And they're all, like, shovel. screaming, shaking, crying. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, they're... They're murderers. Look That's at them. It. Peeing themselves. Wow. Well, so then that kind of tells us how the girls got there in the first place. How they yeah, got Yeah, and the then why they're station. all covered in dirt. Yes. Because when you dig with your hands, you get dirt on your shoulders and your face. Of course. Of course. Right. Uh, but the, then, the, then it cuts back to the police station, and we see that all the parents are actually there. Yeah. And uh, another person walks in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ezra. Not a Ezra parent. walks in to save the day. Yeah. Um, and Ella takes it upon herself to have a conversation with him because she knows yeah. why he's there, apparently. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God, <laughs> I can't believe this. He thinks he can just come and visit Spencer at the space station. But- <laughs> space station? Did yeah, I have to say space station? <laughs> you know, you hey, know that's what? believable. Maybe your brain show. knows subconsciously that this show is actually about aliens. Like, it doesn't take place Maybe. on Earth. I think so. But Ella's like, you can't come in here. I know you love Spencer, but you can't come in here. And he's like, but I love her. And Ella's like, I'm disgusted. I thought you were a good teacher. And he thinks that Arya told her about them. Yeah. And he's sitting here like, wow, they don't approve of our relationship. I I Mm -hmm. never thought in a million years they would disapprove of me dating their daughter. And she's like, you can't be here. Spencer's parents are right there. What's wrong with you? (laughs) And he's like, huh? And that makes me wonder if he, because we don't ever, we don't see them after that. So I wonder yeah. if he corrects her or not. I mean, we'll find out later, but. I hope. I hope so, because I cannot, I can't stand the, the, um, like the miscommunication trope, which is what it's this so is. It's so bad. I, I hate, hate it. it. I hate like, it so much. Like, guys, if you just said one, if you literally said one more word, mm-hmm. everything would be cleared up. If he just went, you know, me and Arya, she would have been like, what? You and Arya, like, mm-hmm. he, like, yeah, I, w- I thought you. You, you just said, no, I thought you were with Spencer and Spencer. No, no, I'm with Art. And then that would have been fine. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it would have been over. Of um, course. 
but we'll find out if he if he actually did like reveal the truth but i doubt it i feel I, like that's too much for one episode and next episode well, you know is gonna what? be like it calms down and then it probably will be later yeah but ella tells him to leave town like literally just leave town she says that just get yeah. in your car and don't stop she so, was like i'm gonna let you get away with i don't know why she does this i don't know why why she thinks this is okay but mm-hmm. she's like i'm gonna give you the chance to leave town with your dignity yeah so maybe he'll actually leave town and aria won't know why i don't know mm, doubt it he's never left town before yeah we'll have to see but the the next scene is spencer's mom and uh she's talking to the girls and telling them that the, the that the reasons why the detective is back and it's because he you know he got in trouble but now he's all good apparently it's all fine mm-hmm. you know which doesn't really just doesn't make sense either um because i think <laughs> the the fbi would say that he's too close to the case like that's it's simple as that because he slept with hannah's mom but anyways um, well i think the actor was probably doing something else maybe uh but the next scene is um jenna and garrett and mm-hmm. This is, like, basically everything's almost revealed here. I mean... <laughs> yeah. Everything is just thrown in the air, and it's, like... They're, like, yeah. oh, perfect. Do you think... And then... And this... And that... And they just they just give away everything that we've been sitting here waiting for. Yes. They essentially reveal that they, they're the ones that are behind this whole, like, thing where the, 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 the police are trying... Are, okay, basically, they're behind the fact that... I don't even know how to explain it. It's like kind of a lot that they is, are the yeah. ones that orchestrated Allison's death. Well, okay. to begin with, yes, they did do that. Yeah. But also, Garrett only joined the force was because Jenna made him to become yeah. a cop so that it would be easier, you know, to access information, all that stuff. But mm-hmm. yes, they were the ones that killed Allison. Yes. And they're the ones that are trying to get the girls framed. And yes. they're also the ones that drugged Jason and made him think that he In killed the Allison. Note. Yes. yes. Yeah. But while I think they have obviously obviously did, did all of that, I think A is still separate from them. I think there are two yeah. players. Yeah, I think that A is the one who's torturing them all the time. But but A is kind of is kind of using their separate agendas. And, exactly. The whole thing with the Jenna thing is that she's getting revenge because they threw a bottle rocket at her head. So mm-hmm. she's doing that with Garrett. But A is making them suffer for completely different purposes, which mm-hmm. is what I believe if we're going with the Mona story with all the bullying over her years from Allison, mm-hmm. it's getting back at them for that. So I believe they're two separate entities, even though you, I know what before we were like, maybe she's playing for that team, but she's not completely sure. But now I'm officially sure that Jenna's one thing and A is another. Yeah. And I think that A knows what Jenna is up to, but it's just letting her do it because mm-hmm. it helps her. It helps Right, exactly. I think she Mm -hmm. knows, because A knows everything, of course. But it's like, oh, this is perfect. You're torturing them, too? Great. We can, you know, this is great. Mm -hmm. I don't want you on my team, but I'm glad at what you're doing, because I like that. That's good stuff. Yeah. And also, we see that Garrett has page five. So, I guess Garrett was the one that broke Mm -hmm. in and, like, (laughs) acted like a dead body. I guess he was the one. I mean, Um, it looked like a girl under the sheet, but... Yeah. Maybe he's petite. He looks short. Or maybe A was maybe A does sometimes help them or to like push things along, mm. but they don't. But they don't know who A is. Well, I mean, it could have been Garrett because you know to get those type of things, maybe he finessed his way and is like, you know, we're still under investigation, and that's how he yeah, got into the morgue. Yeah, but if that's the case, and, if that's the case, yeah. why did he have, why did he dress up like a burglar? Like, why didn't he just go in his police uniform? 
Oh, I don't know. That's what I mean. So I almost wonder if A is actually the mastermind of everything because A is sort of nudging. Maybe A gave Jenna all these like hints and plans and goes, That's what I mean. hey, this looks like a good idea for you to do this and, and she's doing that. That's what I mean. Like almost A is nudging Jenna and Garrett in the right direction. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of how A is attached to them. But but they don't know who A is. But they just know that like they're getting help in in, a, in from a from an anonymous right. source. I wonder um, if A was also the like helped them with the Allison murder, because maybe that was what pushed it all together and you know made it. They already had a connection with A somehow, un- maybe. unknowingly. Honestly, what I'm kind of sensing here is, um, did you ever watch Game of Thrones? Mm, some. Okay, well. This is kind of a spoiler to people, to people, just to just to say that. But in Game of Thrones, I call it the I call it the the, the Littlefinger effect, where there's this character named Littlefinger who you think is just this like regular spy who who you can't mm-hmm. trust, but it turns out he is the catalyst for every single little plot line in the show. Like he's the reason oh. it's all happening. So it's kind of revealed in that way. So I'm getting the sense here that we're going to have like a little finger effect where Mm -hmm. it's going to turn out that A is the reason that everything happened. Even though A wasn't Mm -hmm. the one to carry out certain things, like maybe killing Allison. But she was the one that put it in motion. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So A could never pull the trigger, but but A could be the catalyst for every single thing going on in this show. You know what I mean? Which is honestly, from a villain perspective, that's really like the coolest thing ever to be Mm -hmm. like, hey, do the dirty work for me. I'm going to give you the idea. And maybe yeah. help you along the way, but you're really doing the deed. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, so that could smart. be what's going on here. One thing, too, that's kind of interesting is Jenna says that they're happy that Allison died in the way that she died, that she deserved it. But mm-hmm. Garrett's face didn't look, like, convinced of that. He, he, he looked like, yeah, she deserved it. Like He didn't look like, oh, yeah, I agree with you. Well, Allison like, didn't bully Garrett. Yeah. So I'm... <laughs> Unless Allison, though, Allison also could have had information about the Nat Club that he was a part of. Mm, so that could maybe. have been his reasoning. Because, but I mean, honestly, him being there is kind of, you know, useless because he doesn't really connect with the Allison story other than Jenna and then knowing the girls. But other than that, no, no, he and connects the with club. He, yeah, he connects with the, with, the, with that club. So I think there is like a, a connection there. But I do think that Garrett's going to start to feel some guilt over what's going on. Like, it's going too far. Because mm. um, I think that's I the really only thought, way. What? Like, on that on that thinking, I really thought, like, when she was, like, giving out all the way all the, all the stuff they did, I really thought there was, like, a hidden, like, camera or hidden speaker or whatever that the girls were hearing all of it. And, or... Or, like, somebody or another detective was hearing it, so I was like, oh, wow, they're going to get caught, but I don't think that happened. No. I think that the only way it's going to get out, really, is that Garrett is a turncoat. Because also, too, Garrett was friends with Jason first before any of this happened, before he got with Jenna. Mm -hmm. So I think there's going to be some, like, residual loyalty towards Jason of, like, you know, I that I really, I really screwed with jason a lot and i think he's going to feel start to feel guilt over that and i wouldn't even i would not even be surprised if he actually goes to the girls to like reveal stuff about jenna but the girls are like at first are like don't come near me like we don't like we we know everything about you but then i just Garrett's i don't like, know i feel like hey i just don't i don't see it happening because i feel like if he was gonna have remorse about killing a 16 year old girl and covering up everything just to, for this blind girlfriend of his 
he would have said something. I mean, if Jason was this guy's best friend, why did he help kill Allison? So I feel like maybe you're right. Maybe she had something on the NAT club that would have, mm-hmm. you know, hurt Garrett in some way. Because there has to be motive for him. That's what I was trying to get at. Like, there has to be motive for him to help with this murder and help cover yeah. it up and help make somebody else look like they murdered Allison. Mm-hmm. Not just because he wants to, because he has to. So that's what I was trying to get at with that. Even though I know there's connections, but there has to be something with why he helped murder Allison. There has to be. Yeah, and I think that'll be that'll be revealed later. But um, so also part also what happens too is uh, the detective comes in holding a shovel, and yeah. he reveals that that the police have already known for a while that the murder weapon was a shovel. So, and then he says, "Oh, because we know the murder weapon was a shovel, and we saw that you had a shovel, you're the murderer." Okay, right. wait. Let's stop. Does that no? Mean- that sounds right to me. That Does sounds that- like perfectly logical. You know, reasonable. Yeah. You Does have that- a so- shovel. Everyone in this town has a shovel, but you were carrying one in the woods. Yeah. You killed her. Yeah. So that means if he were to walk into a Home Depot and anyone was carrying a shovel, that meant that, that were, they were the murderer. That's it. Yeah. It's over. Right. <laughs> it makes no sense at all. It made me laugh so hard. Um, but the, the, the episode ends with um, Dr. Sullivan safe and sound. And she's actually at a diner. <laughs> She, (laughs) this lady, she is perfectly fine. And she Mm -hmm. actually, I mean, I don't know what A has on her, but she did everything A told her to do without a blink of an eye, Mm -hmm. even though it was going to hurt the girls. She was like, oh, they're actually going to go to jail? All right, I'll help you. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, she doesn't look happy about it, though. But, um... No, she looks annoyed. She doesn't look upset. She doesn't look sad. She doesn't look guilty. Mm -hmm. She looks like, I can't believe I had to do this. I could have been shopping. Exactly. But I think that A has some blackmail over Dr. Sullivan, and that's how she got her to do certain things. Yeah. Um, because um, A sits down at the table with her and, like, slides over, like, an envelope of something. Yes. So who, who knows what was in it, but um, Dr. Sullivan, it, you kind of get you kind of get the sense that she's going to leave town now. Like that's, Yeah. It yeah. looks like she's probably not going to come back, and they're going to be like, oh, no, where is she? Miss mm-hmm. Sullivan, where are you? she's gone she's not gonna come back we're never gonna see her again it is what it is yeah and then next episode she's back well the the waitress um well after 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 dr slovin leaves um a waitress comes up and calls a pretty eyes which makes me think that a is a a girl Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's the end of the episode that's That's it 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 was Mm -hmm. a long one it was a tiring exhausting crazy one Mm -hmm. but we got through it I'm really interested to see where they're going to go for the next episode. Because there's, this was like a, an information dump. It was. It, it was. But the next episode is episode 13, and it's called The First Secret. So that might be referencing Jenna. I mean, maybe it'll be more about exposing Jenna. I don't know. Because, hmm. um, hmm. you know, it all started with the, with the Jenna thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so do, you, do you think they're going to go back to the roots and start un, unvo- unraveling things that we're going to start to see that makes more sense? I would Perhaps. look forward to that. I hope they do that. Yeah. Well, right. um, that's the end. Okay. <laughs> it was tiring. <laughs> this has been the Popular Table Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at popular underscore table on all those platforms. Also, 
please leave a rate and review on Apple Pod- on Apple Podcasts. That's where you usually listen to podcasts. Don't look at me like that. I'm not <laughs> also, looking at you. <laughs> also, we will be posting new episodes every Tuesday. And if you're watching along with us, we would love to see your thoughts on Twitter and Instagram about the episode. Even if you aren't watching along, share what you think anyways. Thanks for listening and see you at the popular table.